Hello everyone, we're back again. Incremental Gains with our second webinar of the series. We're going to talk today about visualisation, otherwise known as mental imagery. We can use a lot of things to create an optimal state. And what I want to do really before we start is I want you to think, I want you to get your intention straight so what do you what is your intention with this webinar what do you want to get from this webinar if you're watching it live you can type it in the box if not just have a think on your own what do you want to get what's your intention for this webinar we need to get in getting ourselves in a pumped up state music for me helps get me in that mind frame whether or not whether i'm training whether i'm learning gets you in that mind frame Change your state to get you in an optimal state, ready to take on board information. Enough of that. You get what I'm saying though. Whenever we approach trainings like this, there's always that thing in the back of our mind. Oh my God, what am I going to listen to now? And just sit there and switch off. But I'm hoping to make it interesting, engaging, Hence the music creates a better state, but it also helps with the, the subject matter that we're going to be talking about today. Visualization, mental imagery. It's become a big thing now in sports where athletes to get the, to, we're talking about percentages really, aren't we? So to get the next level the 0.01% out of your performance. It comes down to your mind. A great example of this is when you see tennis players. They can play for like four or five hours. You're looking at Djokovic, Nadal's and Federer's. They're playing for like four or five hours at a time, back and forth, no let up. And a lot of the time, generally speaking, it comes down to whose mind is, is in the game more who's got that level of concentration for that duration of time. And that comes down to, again, your mindset, yeah? We spoke about that in the previous webinar. But a lot of sports athletes and even businessmen nowadays and teams are looking at the power of visualisation and mental imagery. That can mean as simple as daydreaming trying to create compelling outcomes. So when you set goals, what does that mean? What What's the visualisation of that goal? What do you want the outcome to be? What is the end result? We're going to dig deeper into that shortly. So what are you going to learn in this webinar? We're going to touch on why visualisation, it works. There's been various studies and experiments that, that can go a long way to explaining and I'm not going to try and explain why it works in this webinar. That's beyond the scope of this and my um, my knowledge. But I can cite the, uh, the the study that was used and you can go and do your own research. But it does work. It's powerful. We're going to look at a communication model and how we build pictures up in our mind of an event that happens. But they're going to look at the different variables within an image. Hence, when I said before, we're going to dig deeper. You create an image in your mind, but an image 
is just one variation, one variable, the visual. We're going to look at all the other different representational systems. I'm going to tell you about a live example of when I've used it. A bit joker, but it, it did its trick. It did what it needed to do. And then I'm going to talk you through, maybe get you, if you're prepared to do so, and you're comfortable enough, I'm going to get you to do your own kind of little, little meditation, really, on visualisation, just to finish it off so you can get the idea of how, how to use. Everyone up there? So let's make a start. Mental imagery or visualisation, there's no real difference in the word and it just depends what mental imagery sounds a little bit more scientific, I suppose. Visualisation is probably the common term what, you, what you're aware. You, you've probably heard of this before. But yeah, when we talk about visualisation, footballers use it, NFL teams use it, MMA fighters use it, tennis players use it, and it's being um, used now in the corporate corporate world where businesses will come in visualize where they want to be in five ten years visualize what success means to them it's powerful you might have some experience of visualization hopefully after this webinar you're going to have a greater depth of knowledge on how to really take advantage of some of the some of the the details and the, and the technique involved My background with visualization is twofold, really. I mean, I learned a lot of this stuff from neurolinguistic programming, NLP, which we'll come on to in a minute. They look at the what are called the, the different modalities and submodalities of your mental images of events that happen. And you can start to play with these submodalities to create an intense feeling or less intense feeling. So it's really NLP uses it as a tool for maybe getting over phobias and stuff, but we're not going to be touching on that today. This is really just to create an intense feeling or a less intense feeling of when we look at goals and things that we want to achieve. The reason why I've chose the basketball picture is the the well-known experiment by, um, it was a college in New York. And the, the study is the effects of mental imagery on free throw performance, which so using basketball as an example. This study was done in 1989, and I'll briefly touch on this. Um, so there was a study that a team of basketball players, half the team was split up, half the team 30 days would not touch a basketball. The other half of the team would practice, do their normal physical practices of free throw shooting. The team who didn't have the ball was just going to visualise and use mental imagery and techniques associated with that to visualise and imagine the ball going through the net. The other team physically held the ball and practiced, physically practiced. Now I'm summarizing, not gonna go into great detail on the study, but the power of visualization was such that after the period of 30 days, there was no difference 
in the success rate of the free throw throwers who held the ball and practiced with the ball compared to the people who just imagined and visualized it. How powerful is that? They didn't even physically practice. It's always fascinated me, this study. So it was State University of New York College at Brockport. And he carried out this experiment. I'd used it using jiu-jitsu as an example. I spoke on the last webinar that I'm a very kinesthetic learner. We've not been able to practice jiu-jitsu much during this, this recent epidemic. We can visualize and using the techniques we're going to learn today, you can create a real powerful mechanism to be able to visualize and understand and use your imagination and all the submodalities around what the image looks like in your head. And we'll see how it works when we get back to actually practicing physically. But it's interesting. So, yeah, that was why the basketball examples there. So our communication model. In the last webinar on mindset, I suggest you, you don't need to have watched that to understand this, but I do talk about how your mindset becomes fixed and how you build up pictures in your mind a little bit to form your identity. But what we're going to be talking about in this webinar is an event happens, uh, you filter a lot of that information inside your mind, you delete, you distort and you generalize to fit your model of the world. This comes down to the language you use, the memories you've got, your attitudes, your beliefs, the decisions you've made, the consequences of those decisions. And after those filters have processed the information, you build up your internal representation, which is basically just an image in the mind. You build up your image of what that event is. The image is the meaning you give to that event. Another simplified model in your mind, your thoughts, you've got your emotions and your feelings, and then your body and the action. And the triangle is made up of you. You are made up of these three parts, your mind, your emotions, and your body. So you have thoughts, an event happens, you have a thought about that event. Before you, before you start to feel emotions, you only make an emotion or a feeling once you've generated that internal representation of this image of the event, the image in your mind. Imagine a camera, you take a picture with a camera, the image gets processed at the back of the camera, and then you have you the image and you have the thoughts and the emotions that go with it, similar to your eye. The image happens, your eye process the information and it goes to the back of your brain and then you build up this internal representation. So where that red arrow is, is where the image is made, the photos processed. And that's where we're going to be looking at today. When we talk about the internal representation, this image that our mind makes, it's built up of all the different representational systems that we have. And what we mean by that, it's another fancy way of just saying your six senses. So you build up an image, not just with audio, not just with the visual aspect. So you build up an image and an internal representation 
with obviously the visual, the, the sounds that are made, the feel of it, the kinesthetic, what it feels like, the smells and the tastes of things all build up this big compelling picture. And then as a result, your emotions and your feelings relate to whether or not that's a good or bad picture in your head, then that affects your behavior. So give me some examples. I want you to think now of some examples of, imagine we're gonna use the example shortly of the image of a beach. We've all been to the beach, a sunny day on the beach. We all know what that looks like. So think of some examples of the visual aspects of the beach scene. So yeah, the sand, yeah, sea, sun. Maybe you can see your own feet. You can see a deck chair, people swimming, lilos, fish and chips, maybe a nice warm beer, nice cool beer, sorry. Nice warm beer. Nice cool beer, ice, suntan cream. Now think of the audio examples. What can you hear being at the beach? Seagulls, the waves crashing. What else can you hear? Maybe the ice cream van. What else can you hear at the beach? Now what can you feel? What is the kinesthetic? things that you feel that build up this picture. Maybe you can feel the sand. Maybe you feel your feet in the waves, in the water. Feel the sand between your toes. Maybe you feel how a cold beer feels in your hand or how it feels to touch the lips. How suntan cream feels when someone's rubbing it. Now what about the smells? The smells that you associate with being on the beach. Smells of suntan cream, that's a big one for me. The coconutty smell of suntan cream. What about the smell of the salt in the air, salt water? Now what about the tastes? Maybe you can taste that salt water on your lips. Maybe you can taste the warm, the cool beer. I keep saying warm beer. Maybe you can taste the cool beer. Maybe you taste the sweat dripping down off your forehead, the sweat on your lips. So you can see how all these different, our different senses build up a picture. So what I want you to think about now is what I've said a lot of shit so far. I'm not really giving you a chance to do anything. So what, what's been your biggest takeaway? What was the one thing that, Maybe you, you didn't really know about. Just have a think. So one thing you've learned so far, biggest takeaway. Cool. Yeah. A picture is more than just a visual. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Good one. The basketball example, yeah. So mental imagery can be used without even physical practice. Obviously, physical practice, you can't replace that. You need physical practice. But we know now that in combination with the mental imagery and visualization, it's a powerful combination.
So you've got those different variables, all the six senses. When I say internal representation, representational systems, I just mean the six senses. So you've got these six senses, but now we can look to play with those images. I'll show you what I mean. So here's just a little list, and we're going to refer back to this when we come to do the little little um, example in a bit. So with the visual aspect, ask yourself, is the image, when you think of the image of the beach, it's a basic example and we'll stick with that, with that example. So when you look at the image of a beach, when you think of it in your mind, when you imagine what it's like to be on a beach, is it in colour? Is the image in colour? Is it black and white? Is the image near or far? Is it bright or is it quite dull? What is the size of the picture? This is a good one. Associated or disassociated. All that means is, are you in the image? Or are you looking at yourself in the image? So what I mean by that is, imagine you took a picture of your feet and the sea. Are you looking at your are you looking at the picture of your feet in the sea? Or is it through your eyes? Do you get what I mean? Associated, associated or disassociated with the picture? Are you in the picture or are you looking at yourself in the picture? It's a good one. It's only subtle, but what you'll find is a lot of these things that we're changing and we're looking at all the different modalities. You might just change one thing slightly, and we're going to show you how to do that in a minute. That might affect the whole way you feel about that image and therefore that event. This is fucking powerful stuff, this, honestly. So is, is the frame focused or is it quite fuzzy? Is it framed or unbounded? Is it a mover? Is stuff in the in the film happening? Like one of them live photos on, on your iPod, on your, your Apple phone. Now you can take a picture and it's it's alive for like two seconds. Is it still? Is it three-dimensional? Is it flat? And what about the, the auditory? Is the noise loud? Is, is the noise or is it just silent? Is it near? Is it quite far away? Stereo or mono? Is it high or low pitch? loads of different modalities that you can play with the kinesthetic is the sand heavy is it light what's the texture what's the temperature feel the heat from the sun is the sun is it hot is there no real real heat is the water cold is there quite a lot of pressure built up on top of you is there a vibration you can see how we can build up a massive, massive, compelling picture. Changing all these things around. So we don't just see an image and think that's the visual. What is it in the visual? Is it bright? Is it dull? Is it black and white? Is it color? All these things we can play around with to make an intense feeling or a less intense feeling, depending on what you're trying to achieve. A personal example now, quite funny this. 
when I served as a police officer, we used to do um, exercises of an evening, basically just to test our skills, um, our knowledge of tactics. We'd have a, we'd be given um, a mission, something we had to do, lockdown, locate, or um, put a containment on something. But it was done as with a, a sense of realism. And I used to get quite nervous about these, these exercises if they were planned. I'd build up a, an image in my mind that made me quite nervous, quite anxious. And I learned this skill of being able to manipulate the, the image that we use. And when I ever I thought about these exercises, um, I had a picture in my mind what, what they look like. And what I used to do was, for me, this worked. The change might be different for you, but I made the image black and white. So the, the colours weren't as vibrant, weren't as intense. I dulled the colours down so they became more black and white, more um, less intense. And over the background, I put music. And the music was like clown music. And that immediately, and it sounds it sounds stupid, really, but that that small detail, dulling the picture down, moving it away slightly, I was disassociated with the image, so I was looking at the image rather than being involved in the image. I moved the image slightly farther away from me, turned it black and white, and played this clown music over the top, or fairground music, and that took away all feelings of anxiety and nerve from that event. Just a simple example like that, but it worked honestly, and it was effective. And how we use it is like this. So this is your mental imagery equalizer. So along the bottom, we've got all our representational systems. So our senses, visual, audio, kinesthetic, smells and tastes. And it's just like a, an equalizer on a, a stereo. We move the visual up the dial, it becomes more intense. We move it down, it becomes less intense. Same with audio. Volume goes up, volume goes down. Kinesthetic, more intense feeling. We lower it, it's a less intense feeling. That's how we manipulate these modalities. So let's go through a live example. What I want you to do, and you don't have to do this, it's more beneficial if you do, because you'll get to grips with what I'm talking about. But I'm gonna ask you to close your eyes. I'm gonna ask you to just sit in silence for two to three minutes, that's it. If you're uncomfortable sitting in silence with your eyes closed, then that's fine. Do it at a later date when you feel more comfortable. I'm not trying to get you to do anything you don't want to do, but it will be worthwhile to get the idea of how this how this mental imagery works. So just sit sit there now, a few big deep breaths. Set your intention. What do you want to achieve out of this little exercise? And when you're ready, I just want you to close your eyes.
few deep breaths. And then just let your body naturally get into a rhythm of breathing. And just bring your awareness to the breath. Let the natural rhythm of your breath do what it's meant to do. Don't try and control it in any way. And now I want you to picture being on holiday and lying on the beach. It's a gorgeous sunny day. The sun's out. There's not a cloud in the sky. You're lying on the deck chair. You can hear the seagulls. You can feel the sun beneath your feet. And you can smell the suntan cream that's lathered over you. Now I want you to ask yourself, what is, what colour is the image? Is it even in colour? Now what I want you to do is picture the sun and I want you to increase the brightness of the sun using your mental imagery equaliser. I want you to increase and turn the dial and increase the brightness of the sun so it's glaring. You're almost squinting because the sun's so bright. It's so intense, you can't actually look at it. You can't look at the sun. Search in your eyes, it's that intense. Now I want you to reduce the intensity of the sun. So dull the colour, dull the brightness, dull the brightness. And now the image is almost black and white. Black and white is quite plain. The sea is no longer blue, it's, it's a grey. The sand is quite white. The sun is grey. Now, just checking with yourself, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? The picture's quite dull. Now I want you to take that picture and disassociate yourself with it. So look at the picture as though you're looking at the picture and not through your own eyes. And whatever the image is showing, I want you to move it away from you. So I want you to decrease the screen of the mover, the picture. So it's almost a couple of inches, two inches by two inches, little video, little film, little picture in your mind. And it's away from you. How does that make you feel? And now bring in the image back towards you. Bring it right, right, right up close in your mind's eye. I want you to turn that dial. Brighten up the sun, brighten up the sun. So again, it's, it's right. It's so bright, it's hurting your eyes, you can't look at it. And then reduce it to a happy medium. Now the sound of the waves, I want you to, to reduce the sound so there's no sound in your image. You can't hear nothing, there's silence. 
How does that make you feel? I want you to bring up the volume, bring up the volume so all you can hear is the waves crashing on the sound. The seagulls are so loud. The sea is crashing. There's loads of noise. You can hear everyone talk. You can't hear yourself think it's that noisy. The foreground music's going mad. How does that make you feel? Now turn it down so all you can hear is just the waves, a slight, just a slight hum over the image. What about the feelings? What about the sand in your fingers? When you rub the sand, can you feel the sand on your hands? Is it quite coarse? Is it like glass? Is it really sharp? Can you feel it hurting your, your fingers? Bring that intensity right up. Oh, it's cutting in your fingers. Now reduce it right back down so it's very soft sand, like little sandpaper. It's like soil almost in your hands. And I want you to again check in how you're feeling with that. Bring it to a happy medium. Think about the smells, the salt in the air. Can you smell anything? If you can't smell anything, bring the dial up. Move the equaliser. Can you smell it? Is it quite strong? The sear. The smell of suntan cream really intense. Now what about taste? Can you feel, can you taste the, the cold beer on your tongue? Increase that dial now. Can you start to, to taste the sweat or the suntan cream that started to drip. Drip down your face into your mouth. Salt water from the sea. Increase that intensity. Then check in with yourself and, and see how you feel. And just sit with that image. Just for five to 10 seconds. Now what I want you to do is take a mental picture of that image, the image that's complete and is sat with you and is a very happy medium, not too intense, not too dull. I want you to take a mental snapshot of that picture now and understand that those modalities, wherever you've got the dial on your equaliser, is where you're feeling where your level, your baseline is. Anything up or down from that baseline either makes the event more intense or less intense. And when you're ready, just open, open your eyes, come back into the room. So we kind of went through a little experiment ourselves then of using these, these six senses and all the different modalities and variables within those. And you can play around with these in your own time, but that was just a short little example. Again, using your graphic equalizer. Now, Understand that visualization, so this can be used in any walk of life now. When you look at visualizing, whether that's goals, uh, whether that's sporting performance, business performance, when you look at visualization now, understand that there is more than just a visual aspect. 
you're building up a, almost a three-dimensional picture, a video or movie almost. So understand that it can be used positively or negatively. I want you to start to implement this in your life. Whether you're planning just for the week ahead, what does that week look like to you? What does success look like to you? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? <clears throat> what are the sounds associated with success? Build up this mental picture. And what are the next steps from this? Well, the next steps are you, you can use this visualization to create leverage for your goals. Now, again, I spoke about it last time, but without a peer group that's going to support you through it, without being made accountable to make sure you're actually doing what you said you were going to do, you're not probably not going to carry on and do this. But over on Flip the Script, How to Manage Change and Uncertainty in Your Life, our 30-day program, we keep you accountable. We also do a module on how to create real leverage so you'll never have to worry about motivation again. You'll be able to change your state within an instant using these techniques. Create a compelling outcome so you'll always be driven. You'll always understand what you're going towards, what you're moving towards, because without a plan, you're leaving things to chance. And if you do not fill your day with things that inspire you, life will fill your day with things that don't inspire you. And how can we create more leverage? By using these techniques, creating that compelling outcome using all the senses, not just the visual, creating the sounds, the smells, the, the feel of your goals and your definition of a success. So I hope you've enjoyed this webinar. If you wouldn't mind, it really helps out if you could either leave some feedback, check out our podcast, Incremental Gains, on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to the website. All the details will be in the comments section of the YouTube video. But until next time, see you later. Stay safe. Take care.